Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris and this is another Sketchpad video. And I'm following on from the previous one which talked about 2021. And uh, some people ask me, uh, what should I do, Chris, about the things that may come up next year and what are the techniques? Well, it's really easy. Remember, let's begin with the simplest thing of all. The smile on your dial you have when you're with your kids or with your family or out in the bush or on the surf is the same smile you need to have on your dial when you're in the city in the midst of, uh, of challenge and facing your workload and feeling overwhelmed and frustrated. Number one the thing to realize uh, right off the cuff is you're responsible for uh, just one thing and that is the smile on your dial. If you lose it, you're gone. So you are amazing and that's 2021. We know that's the theme of the year. And it begins in answering the question, what do we need to do for 2021 to make sure it's the best year you've ever had in your life? And it begins with this one topic, be a master of change. Now, 2021 is going to change. Things are going to be different. It's going to change at a pace no one's ever seen in the world before. You can guarantee that. You can guarantee post-COVID that the number of people who get fired and hired, the number of businesses that go skyrocketing to the, to the, to the moon and the numbers that go plummeting to, the, to hell will double and triple. This is going to be a big year in 2021. It's an opportunity for you to do what you really love to do and get there. It will separate those, uh, well, it'll, it'll show us our true colors, if you want to say it that way. So showing our true colors, the mastery of change evolved. Now, it's really simple. There are universal laws of nature that explain everything. These are the spirit of the mountain laws. These are the laws that get you from one side of the Himalayas to the other. They'll get you from one side of a, a problem to the other. They'll get you from one challenge to the next. They'll move you and grow you and make you a better individual in the process. And that's what I'd like to talk about very quickly right now. Firstly, don't be reactive. Now, if you find yourself getting reactive, um, that means frustrations have overcome you. And reactive means that someone does something and you feel upset by it. Someone tells you something, you feel upset by it. You start to care what people think to an extreme degree. You start to become, um, you, you, you get lost in space. Reactive simply means that you've started to, your own values and your own belief systems have started to become stronger. And stronger is bad. We don't want a place to stand. We don't want a place to stand on, on our, our morals and ethics because that makes us uh, part of the mud that we're trying to manage. What we need to do is have a helicopter approach. We need to realize that good news and bad news is always balanced and that emotional myths will not get us answers. Any question, any statement, any decision you make based on an emotion will lead to disaster. So number one, have emotion, but don't make decisions on it, see the balance in everything, and see the balance in people, see the balance in a program you're about to implement, and you'll be right on track, and you'll get out of the emotions. It can happen so quickly. Um, you know, we even in our, in our street this week, we've had some fights, we've had the police arrive, we've had people punched, all sorts of things. Why? Because of emotions. And it goes to the other extent too. There are people who have lost their business, lost their lives, lost their uh, joy, lost their uh, intent in life because they've become emotionally driven and it drives you down and it drives you up. So let's get past emotion. Let's work on inspiration. It's far better than motivation. Motivation is emotional driven. Uh, inspiration is internally driven from the heart. Overwhelmed and stressed. Now look, 
if there's one thing that I think is a red flag, is a one thing that is sign is a sign that you have grown, is you get overwhelmed and stressed. Growth leads to overwhelm and stress. That's what it leads to. We grow into our own incompetence. We grow through fruster and become got to people. Now there's only one answer to it, and that is organize, supervise, deputize. This, if we keep growing and getting more and more work to do and more and more things to do and more and more responsibility, and we don't organize, supervise, deputize, in other words, systematize what we're doing, we're going to end up in a complete overwhelm of trying to run everywhere from five o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night trying to get things done. And that's a sign of incompetence. It's not a sign of cleverness working 24-7. So what we're trying to do is cover the bottom uh, part of our pyramid here so we don't go so far down. We're trying to eliminate the lower end of our own uh, low priority work, not by dumping it on other people, which is called delegation. What we're trying to do is organize, supervise, deputize, uh, systematize the process so that we can supervise it with other people, deputize them to do it, and, and in so doing, work on our top priorities. So if you feel a third element, and that was simply applying the second law of nature, which is the law of growth, the law of evolution. Everything will evolve. Everything will grow. It'll get greater in consciousness, less in number. Now, just remember that greater in consciousness, less in number. Greater in consciousness means you operate at the higher end of your kind. Less in number means less of the small stuff, which, are, which in simpler language means systematize. So greater in consciousness, less in number. Got the weight of the world on our shoulders means we've become, uh, um, I guess in, the, in a sense, small-minded. Abundant, an abundant mindset means nothing's ever missing, just changes in form. And we only put stuff on our own shoulders because we believe no one else will do it if we don't. Now, that's not true. If there, are, if there is a group of pe team of people, there'll be one lazy one and one overworked one. The one who'll be overworking will be trying to compensate for the lazy one. But if the overworking one stopped overworking, the lazy one would improve. So quite often we're holding things out of balance by holding the weight of the world on our shoulders. And what we've said over and over again, an abundant mindset will see that nothing's ever missing, it just changes in form. And they'll come from a place which is far more abundant than an individual trying to continually solve problems, trying to be the change um, and trying to cause people to change. So uh, the, 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 the most altruistic thing we can do in the world is to change what we think. The most narcissistic thing in, we can do in the world is try to change other people. And to try to change other people comes from a minimalist viewpoint. Changing what we think comes from an abundant viewpoint. So 2021, stay abundant and you won't walk around with the weight of the world on your shoulders. The next one is, and most importantly about that concept is, to realize that in a day we must we can't give what we haven't got and if we don't manage ourselves well we, things accumulate so stress is cumulative uh, anxiety is cumulative worries cumulative uh, breakdown in relationship is cumulative ill health is cumulative and so and it accumulates at an exponential rate. So managing ourselves means we we do every single day, every single morning, we turn up inspired to work. And that means we manage ourselves really well. So we don't accumulate, we don't build up and have exponential decay, exponential decay, which is called aging. 
What we do is we manage ourselves daily to be in a good state of mind, and we've talked about that quite often. We do the work we do. It's a very, very simple process. You have a boss, you have a company that pays you. Even if you're self-employed, you still have a boss, a company that pays you. And the idea is to go to work every day and make money. That's what work is. And whether you're an artist painting or whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you're starting a new app, you want to make money. And the question is, what do you need to do every day? What are the four top things you need to do every single day to make money? And it's not what you think. It's what your boss thinks. And it's and therefore, there is a level of compliance, which is which young people are finding very, very hard at the present time. They feel stifled or they feel their creativity is stolen when they're compliant. But there are rules of the game and each business will have a set of rules that will determine what are the four things each individual must do in order to cause that business to be the most profitable in its market. And those are very, very simple things to work out. And as a consultant working for 20 years with businesses, it's surprising how confusing, how confused businesses are to the four things that will make them uh, profitable and will make efficiency within the system. The managing the, the shit uh, in, in, in life and business is very personal and very emotional. But sometimes it's, a, it's an incompetence from the top down. Sometimes it's an incompetence on a, on a horizontal level. There is incompetence in business. But incompetence is not uh, something that we should shy away from. Incompetence is a witness to growth. And everybody in a business will be incompetent from time to time. That's why we take training offline and do it in workshops and retreats so that we can experience incompetence but not do it in direct line. And then the third part of it, this is to be at home. Being at home is the most spiritual thing you can do. There is no spirituality other than that. The most spiritual thing on earth is a relationship. The most spiritual thing on earth is a home, is a, is a place where you come back to and you just be and you get to love and, and, and enjoy being yourself in all truth. You don't have a brand. You don't have to mask yourself. You just be yourself and and be that good self, uh, that amazing self that we talked about before. At home, you surround yourself with your number one fan, who is your partner. You surround yourself with your fan club, who are your kids and family. And anybody in the kids and family or a partner who doesn't believe in you, doesn't uh, be positive towards you, give them arm's length. You can love them. You don't have to eat them. So we need really good red flags to be self-aware as to whether we're in a state of abundance or not in a state of abundance. The next one you have to be careful of is spinning out. And if we face every day without systems and structure and discipline, we will eventually spin out. The, The game of life is not the game of dice. We don't just roll the dice and just hope that it's a good day today. We cause our life. We cause the the future. We cause how things, we cause how people behave around us. If we treat ourselves as we wish to become, or we treat others as we wish them to become, we are absolutely in the zone of constructing and creating the world that we want for ourselves and for others. So the most important part of this is that gratitude is a thankfulness. It's a joy on your face. It's a happy day. It's a beautiful thing and it requires routine. It absolutely needs a five-step, six-step daily routine in which you cover off the basis of being a great version of a grateful, thankful you. That means tame your brain, train your body, entertain yourself by getting out in nature, having a bit of fun called sport or whatever it is. Um, Keep sane by focusing on your top priorities as we've talked about before and be very vain. Be captain of your own ship. 
know what you want and know how you're going to go about getting it. The last one is about lost, lost in space. When we lose our vision, we lose everything. A human being with a lost vision, with no hope, is a suicidal human being. Even if it's slow suicide, they are going to start doing things which will uh, impound and, in, 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 and de uh, decay the quality of their life. They'll overeat, overdrink, overdo, get depressed, get mental tiredness, all these things. And then they'll blame the world for it. But lost in space is when we lose connection to the future. And that means we need to be working consistently through the comfort growth frustration cycle. The frustration cycle for many people is when they start taking um, uh, medication or they start overeating or they start doing things which are not in their best interest. But frustration is a sign of growth. A frustration is a sign that we're becoming competent and therefore as a frustra, as a growth ring on a tree, we need to improve and grow. The purpose of all coaching, the purpose, whether it's mine or somebody else, is to take you through frustra as quickly as possible so that you don't go into exit, which is starting to lose belief in yourself, start wishing you weren't where you are, start wishing you were somewhere else, which is just a nightmare, someday aisle, some place in the world, or, or, or denial, which is a river in Egypt, some we just go into these horrible places and the purpose of coaching is to take you through frustra almost before they happen. So on a more weekly basis, rather than being hit over the head with a 4 by 2 saying you've been in frustration for the last couple of months and bam, look at you. Um, we, we work on in coaching and no matter who the coach is, we work on your frustrations and we work on keeping you one step ahead and growing through frustrations at as fast as possible rate. Sometimes with these frustrations, the best way to do things is to step away and get on a mountaintop because frustrations come from seeing things at a lower level that are, and you need to rise to a higher level to see them from a bigger view. And that means applying the universal laws of nature, the one and the many, the last law of nature. You know, we look at mountains and we look at these things and we go, my God, I'm home. I'm home in the mountains. I'm home up here in the sky. I'm home. But I think it's, it's, and I think that's a really a beautiful part of human nature. But to treat yourself as a sweet potato is a really smart thing to do. You need to water it regularly. You need to fertilize yourself well. Don't get distracted by side tracks, which is emotion. Be careful of cat's piss, which means hanging around people who are negative against you or um, uh, are self, uh, self-absorbed. Um, prune away the things you don't need, which, which in a sense means evolve, greater in consciousness, less in number, and seek the sun. Seek the sun simply means get more done in less time. This is Chris Walker. Have a beautiful day. Bye for now.